Good morning. church, 
Yes, you heard that right. Sometimes serving can make us too busy. The baby Jesus falls off the shelf along with the latest moment. What is it about Christmas that makes it so special? Traditions? Special food? Family? Candles, carols, parties, decorations, lights, paying forward, good deeds, Christmas miracles, Christmas puppies? My husband's not smiling. <laughs> Cookies for Santa, Christmas candy, shepherds, wise men, angels, Jesus. During Christmas, everyone is so jolly and happy, singing Christmas carols and paying for the order for the people behind you in caribou coffee, reading the Christmas story together as a family with hot chocolate, <coughs> dropping change in the red kettles. People wish others, even perfect strangers, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Our focus as Christ followers is on Jesus. During Christmas, we focus on Jesus, and it's easier to share him. But that was then, and this is now. January was busy. February and March are here, and there's tournaments, and practice runs late. It's snowing and cold, and I just got a new book from the library. And wait a minute, is that it's Easter early this year? When is Easter anyway? Let's talk about Easter. Isn't that why we have Christmas? What happens to that super excitement we felt just a short time ago? That feeling you get during Advent Preparing for Christmas. Celebrating Jesus. We pick up the baby, delighted baby Jesus and the plastic snowman on our way to pick up the lighted Easter bunny. Let's pray. Lord, you have laid this message on my heart to share today. As we lean in to this message, I pray that my presentation would bring you honor and glory. I pray that you are what they see. As we open and read your word, help us understand what you are speaking through your word today. Help your word change us. May you increase and I decrease. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Today we're going to explore three points. Number one, keep Christmas joy in your heart every day. Celebrate and share joy and hope of Christmas, of Jesus, every day. Christmas is a special season full of good things and extra kindness. Let's take that joy and hope and kindness and keep it going. Number two, focus on Jesus every day. As Pastor Mike spoke about last week, being an authentic Christian, shining your light. And number three, Jesus is coming soon. 
living and sharing the gospel message. What do we do while we wait? Are you ready? Our scripture passage is from Hebrews today. It's from chapter 9, verses 24 through 28. If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles up and read along. If you have young kids, even kids that don't read, take their finger and help them follow along as we read each word. I'll give you just a half a second to find that. chapter 9, starting at verse 24. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, not to appear for us in God's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again, the way the high priest enters the most holy place every year, with blood that is not his own. Otherwise, Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But he has appeared once for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as people are destined to die once and after that face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will, he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation for those who are waiting for him. You can actually leave your Bible open because we'll be referring back to that a few times. Jesus came as a baby, Emmanuel, God in the flesh, to live among us, to teach us, to show us who God is. Advent. The chosen people waiting, waiting so long for the Messiah. Advent. Parousia. He is coming again, just as he said he would. Soon, unexpectedly, sudden. Are you ready? Let's look at verse 24. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's presence. This is supported by Acts 1, verse 9. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. Also in Matthew 24, verse 44. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Jesus went to be with the Father. He will return at an hour when we least expect him. Jesus went to be with the Father, and he is advocating for us on our behalf. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again. Now that is good news, right? Doesn't that just bring joy to your heart? Does mine. Let's look at 25. Verse 25. 
Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again the way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. Jesus entered heaven after he shed his own blood on the cross. 1 John 1 verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. This is why we celebrate communion, to remember what he did for us. Not only to remember, but to honor Jesus. Never let the act of communion become so ordinary that we take it for granted. Jesus said, do this to remember him. How he was beaten and bloody. How he loved us so much to be the sacrifice. Once and for all, for our sin. Let us never take that for granted. We're going to celebrate communion at this time in the service. If you have children taking communion, remind them why we do this. So as we take communion, come up the center aisle, take the elements back to your seat, and we will take them all and we'll celebrate this together. So Pastor Mike, would you come on up? And if you're visiting today, please know that we celebrate open communion. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're welcome at the table.
on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. Knowing what was going to happen, he still did it. He took bread and broke it and said, do this to remember me. He also took the wine, the cup, to remember how he shed his blood for us. Do this to remember him.
tattoo. And to me, it sounded, when I first tried to figure out how to say this properly, it sounded like they needed a tissue, tattoo. That's what it sounded, so um, it sounds kind of funny. But tattoo means um, soon, but not in the way that we think of soon. To us, soon means a short space of time, right? So this Greek word, tachu, means quickly, sudden, unexpectedly, or fast. So when you hear the word soon, as Jesus speaks it, keep that in mind as a context. Christmas. Jesus came as a baby, Emmanuel, to show us in person God's love to seek and save the lost. Easter, to show how much God loves us by sending Jesus to atone. I have a question for the kids. Kids, are you listening? <laughs> what does the word atone mean? Does anybody have an idea? Any kids know what the word atone means? No? Nobody wants to say Okay. It means to suffer the penalty for sins by removing the effects of sin from the repentant sinner, allowing him or her to be reconciled with God. So Jesus, to atone for our sins, to be the ultimate sacrifice for us as sinful people. The good news is, he did not stay dead, right? After he died on the cross, the soldier pierced his side to make sure he was dead. He was buried. Okay, kids, one more question. You guys know the answer to this. Shout it out. What happened on the third day? What? He rose from the dead? You are absolutely right. He did not stay dead. He rose on the third day, just as he said he would. Christmas joy, Easter joy. Our focus is on Jesus. Keeping Christmas in your heart and in your focus means the spirit of joy. Keep that going all year long. Our focus on Jesus. Our priority is Jesus over all things over football, over shopping, over parties, over books, promotions, jobs, family. Jesus over all. Jesus is the reason for the season and all of life. Live your life for him as a priority. Do we do that? I had to ask myself that question too. Is Jesus the motivation for what I do? Joy. Greet a stranger at the grocery store. Say, happy day, good morning, whatever, you, whatever it is, greet them. Have you ever gone to the grocery store and caught the eye of a person, of a stranger you didn't know? That person could be that person we talked about earlier with the burden of a lost loved one. And they just needed a little love. So adorn yourself with joy. And say a cheerful good morning. 
There's an instant sparkle in their eye. There's a softening in their face. And their shoulders just lighten a little bit. You made a difference. I know people think I'm weird sometimes. <laughs> I've been told this, actually. But I just can't hide joy. I don't even realize it sometimes. Um, so don't hide it. Adorn yourself with Jesus' joy. Jesus' joy comes from your heart and not your body blood-pumping heart, your soul. <coughs> you can feel it. Can you feel it? Try it next time you're at the store. Adorn yourself with joy and watch for that sparkle. <coughs> now, I'm not always full of joy. There are days when my joy drains out. And when I realize it, I ask Jesus to fill me with his joy. And he will. He will fill that empty space with his joy. There are also days when I don't feel joy. The other day, I was kind of struggling with something. And it was really weighing heavy on my heart. And normally, I go to the Mazowski Center to go and swim, and that's my stress-relieving time. But not that day. It didn't work. That day, I was feeling no joy. Not even when I was done in the pool. I had to stop at the grocery store, and I was feeling kind of grumpy when I walked in. I was in no mood to smile at anyone. As the doors opened to the grocery store, God convicted me. I know, I know, I need to drop this attitude. I grabbed my cart and I headed into the store grumpy-like. And God, in his way, convicted me again. Right between the potatoes and the squash. <laughs> okay, this time I listened. I said a quick, prayer, a quick prayer that he would fill me with his joy. And it must have, I must have been pretty empty because it took a couple of miles before um, I actually let him fill me up. And it might have been me deciding to allow him to fill me up. But the point is, just because you have joy in your heart doesn't mean you're always happy. Hard times happen. And sad things it just means you have a friend that is always there for you and will fill you, fill your joy cup, even when yours drains out. Because every day with Jesus is a good day and a reason to celebrate. When a Christ follower dies, of course we're sad. We miss that person in our everyday, but it's not forever. It's see you later, alligator. We will see you again soon. Christ's followers will see each other again. We keep Jesus, we keep Christmas alive as Jesus in the heart, the spirit of Emmanuel. Easter, Resurrection Sunday, keep that going all year long, every day. Joy comes with Jesus. Do you have Jesus in your life? Is he your Lord and Savior? He is our King, our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. And Jesus is coming back. 
Are we waiting for him? Are we too busy to make time for him? Are we ready? Are you ready? Verse 28. We'll go, we're just going to look at that one more time. Verse 28. So Christ was sacrificed <coughs> once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. How can we not celebrate and prepare for the second advent, the second coming? How can we not keep Christmas in our hearts and share that joy? We sing Christmas, we sing songs at Christmas that we don't normally sing any other time of the year. Why not? Let's celebrate Christmas all year long. Jesus came as a baby into a sinful world. He is king. He walked in the dirt. He felt the hot sun and the chill of the night. He was tempted, betrayed, misunderstood, crucified, died, buried, and rose again. He is Lord. If you have not asked him into your life, what are you waiting for? He did all these things so you can live eternally with him. Jesus will change your life. He gives you joy unspeakable, and that can only come from him. One of the songs we sing at Christmas time is Joy to the World. Joy to the World was written by Isaac Watts, and that was based on Psalm 98, the psalm that Pastor Mike read this morning as we opened up our worship time. We can learn so much from hymns. Some interesting facts I found out about Joy to the World is as noted by galaxymusicnotes.com and also a book by Kenneth Osbeck. In 1719, Isaac Watts published the Psalms of David, a collection of poems where each verse was based on a psalm, but instead of translating the original text of the Old Testament, he made some subtle adjustments. His poems referred more explicitly towards the works of Jesus, thus seeking inspiration from the New Testament. Why wouldn't we sing joy to the world for Christmas time? Joy. God came to us as Emmanuel. He sent Jesus to show us in true life form who he is and how much he loves us. Joy to the world. We are so happy. Why are we not happy the rest of the year? Why not keep that joy in our hearts and spread it around every day? So I invite the worship team to come on up to sing one more song. Joy to the World was originally a poem and not even intended to be a Christmas song. This song points to Advent number one and Advent number two. So Joy to the World celebrates the ultimate joy of Jesus coming again. Keep Christmas close in your heart. Keep the focus on that joy and on Jesus, the joy of his first coming and his second coming. Jesus is coming back. Are you ready? Let's sing with a joyful heart. Mm -hmm. 
team. Appreciate that. You can sit down if you like. I still have more to say. <laughs> Thank you. So what do we do while we wait? While we wait for Jesus to return. Share the good news. Share the joy. Proclaim joy to the world. Go tell it on the mountain. Or in the streets of Bertha. Share it with your friends and even people you don't know. Dare to let them think you're weird. Swim against the current. Be that joy-filled Christ follower. Smile at everyone. They're going to wonder what you have. And they may want it, so they may ask you about it. Why are you so joyful? It's not even Christmas. Share Jesus, the good news. Be bold. Step out of your comfort zone and let that joy take over your life. Let's quick review our three points. Number one, keep Christmas joy in your heart every day. Celebrate and share the joy and hope of Christmas, of Jesus, every day. Christmas is a special season full of good things and extra kindness. Let's take that joy and hope and kindness and keep it going. Focus on Jesus every day. Be an authentic Christian. Be the same person you are here, sitting in this seat, as you are out there, at your job, at school, at a game, wherever you go. We need you. Our community needs you. They need you to show them Jesus. Shine our light bright. Number three, Jesus is coming soon. Living and sharing the gospel message. Are you ready for Jesus' return? Let's get busy while we wait. Before we are dismissed, I want to ask you, I want to invite you, if you have never asked Jesus into your heart, into your life, if you want to recommit your life to Jesus, if you have sin you would like to confess and repent from, Please come up front, and we'll pray for you. We'll pray with you. Don't wait. This joy is for everyone. It's for you. You're dismissed.